and welcome to the Unknown Secrets of SEO podcast. Hi, welcome uh, to the podcast. Thank you for joining us for another fun-filled edition. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. And this is Paul Hansen, the sales manager of eWebStyle. And we are joined today by Joe Orsak here. This is awesome. This is our first interview our on our first podcast. Interview, our first visitor. Oh, wow. I'm honored. Yeah, excellent, well, excellent. I would say introduce yourself, Joe, but... Not yet. We have other things. We've got to follow our agenda. We can't oh, yeah. get off track. Here, oh, yeah, not right. from not from the first moment, anyway. <laughs> and actually, we want to give a shout out to Melanie for suggesting that we do an interview. Yeah, it was actually within days that I met Joe, and Joe and I really clicked, and we're like, "Hey, let's get you on the podcast. This is going to be lots of fun uh, and of a lot of value." Go, uh, Melanie! Yeah, yeah right, Melanie at lushpad.com. They sell modern furniture. And thanks for submitting a request for a website analysis. You will have that shortly. So everybody take a look at her website and take a look at ours and fill out a request for a website analysis. And Melanie, just for the visual, I was doing the rock and roll horns, you know, the, the, the hand thing. The yeah, you couldn't the see pinky, that. That's right. I was, I was giving you some rock and roll finger love there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! All right, Joe, you're, you're lucky because um, you're here for our You Like to you like Spanking Me podcast. I got it. Here we go. This, this podcast is a You Like It When I Spank You Little Bad Girl, Don't You? Podcast. And so apparently, uh, Michael Duval got caught on tape. He was cheating on his wife, and he has this whole line. And we, we just had to. Who is this guy again? He's, he's a, a senator, senator in California. Or something. I think in California, he was caught. I believe yesterday, uh, he had openly admitted to having extramarital affairs, and the guy got recorded talking about his extramarital affair, and he got recorded saying how he likes to tell this woman, who is like 20 years his junior, you like it when I spank you, you little bad girl, don't you? And, wow. and this gets recorded. Did yes. he get recorded at an acorn office or something? I think he might have <laughs> recorded at an acorn office. Yeah. <laughs> Our other news item for today is, apparently if you need any advice about how, how to set up a large... Guatemalan prostitution ring just had with down, minors, no with, less, with yeah. minors. <laughs> twelve to fourteen or something. Yeah, I think. just head down to your local acorn office and uh, they'll give you some advice. <laughs> why? Why? Why would they? Why do they give advice? What's going on with them? I don't know, but they got caught on tape with some undercover cops giving advice on, hey, you should put yourself on your tax return as a performing artist. With That's air quotes. Cool. <laughs> yes. Great performance, ma'am. Here's your 20 bucks. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> and the other advice was uh, make sure to include some of the young girls as your dependents so that you can get tax right off. Oh. <laughs> so, so the lesson of the day here, I guess, then, is if you're going to uh, uh, go over your, your specific details of what you like to do, during your extramarital affair, speak clearly into the microphone when speaking to a lobbyist. <laughs> it's great. We want to make sure we get every detail about what you do and how to do it. Yes. Uh, as, as is typical, a crazy news day with the, with the eWebStyle podcast. So we covered last time. We want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, we went over two tools. We went over a keyword analyzer tool and a meta tag analyzer tool. Some really great information, really great. Uh, you can actually get a lot of good information about your website and where you're at and maybe where you want to be 
uh, by using those two tools. So that go was back. the last podcast? That was the last podcast. Wait, that was podcast 27. Seven. I actually really need that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For so, $5. Seriously. <laughs> that wasn't a plug. <laughs> so go back and listen to podcast 27. That's going to have uh, the keyword analyzer tool. Uh, you and Joe will be checking it out, apparently. That's I right. Actually That's will. right. No, I know. Sorry, I told Chris I was going to give you a... Uh, a uh, Dang it. Report. Thank you. I Some sort of report information. A website analysis. That's what <laughs> okay. I'm going awesome. to give you analysis. A six-point analysis. Speaking of that, that, we still do have our free website analysis on our website. Go to our website. Go to our SEO page or our web design page. Uh, and uh, you can either call us and we'll get that set up for you, or there is a, a link to a form where you can submit uh, your domain name and uh, some information so that we can get back in contact with you. And that report is a six-point report, and it's yes. still free. So we'll get one of those to you Sweet. as well, Joe. Um, all right, well, let's get into the meat of our podcast. What's Joe, that? apparently you're the meat of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> looking pretty tasty. And a tasty morsel I am. <laughs> so, um, Joe, can you... Just, just for our audience, uh, give a little bit of background about yourself, kind of your history, and then get into a little bit of the company. I know you really focus on one thing at a time. That's great. And so start off with you and then your company, what you guys do. It all started off in my dancing at the go-go bar days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a good story. You <laughs> no, uh, you know what? Uh, in one form or another, I've been in sales all my life. Um, I started my first business uh, when I was 10 years old, and uh, mowing yards. There wasn't a Guatemalan. It wasn't, ironic, nor was I a part of a Guatemalan uh, sex ring. As much as I was trying to hook that up with the 12, 14-year-old girls that were in my neighborhood at the time, none of them would bite. Uh, lawn mowing, you said? Yeah, lawn mowing. Yeah, so I ran into a lot of Guatemalan. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not going there. Uh, Anyway, boy, I digress. That's terrible. Um, you did get one sentence out. That was good. <laughs> yeah. That's a start. <laughs> and anyway, so I, I, you know, I worked my way up, uh, you know, doing different businesses. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. That's, you know, uh, I never could do the work for somebody else thing. Uh, I had my years of, of corporate America, you know, shoots off to the side. But uh, by and large, my whole life I've done an entrepreneurial thing. By the, by the way, for those who, who don't know, you know, entrepreneur means a lot of things to a lot of different people. And when you really break it down, the only thing an entrepreneur is is a salesperson. Yes, he fixes yeah. problems for money, and you can only fix a problem for money if you can sell your fix for that problem. Yeah. So That's every entrepreneur correct. is a salesperson. Well, I, I definitely believe in in this statistic that says, uh, and I mean it's 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 true. I mean it's a fact. It's a fact of. Uh, you know, business uh, statistics out there that the government has that 96% of uh, small businesses fail uh, over a 10-year period. 80% within the first five years. Of the remaining 20%, another 80% fail in the next five years. Wow. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a 4% chance of success over a 10-year period. Wow. Uh, which is pretty crazy. I ran an IT business uh, uh, for 10 years. Competition! Yeah. <laughs> Get out! Yeah. And uh, I, I have a love-hate relationship with computers. I really do. Uh, and I did it for so I long. I don't think there's anyone who works with a computer yes. who doesn't have a love-hate yes. relationship. The thing that, that will really set you free uh, in that realm is to understand that computers are made by humans. Yeah. 
it's it's this kind of fallacy yeah, that you have in your in your mind that there it's a piece of machinery that should function and do its thing exactly exactly the same way. exactly the same way every time but it's made by humans i mean it, it, you know stuff randomly breaks and fails and you know because of human error and just just etc anyway uh, I have a, you know, so my background, uh, I've ran a lot of uh, different business operations and uh, have had experience in growing businesses. Just managing to survive over 10 years, I, you know, just that statistic alone, I was in a 4% bracket, so I felt like I accomplished something just by doing that. A 4%er, a fellow 4%er. I studied marketing uh, in school and uh, went to the University of St. Thomas and, and also just a junior college, North Harris, uh, now something else at the Lone Star College District yeah. or whatever it is. I don't even know. Uh, great school, by the way. But um, my, my, you know, the, the wonderful thing about being a tech nerd <laughs> is the value of Google. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it, we live in an information age yeah. and uh, I don't have to pay $80,000 for a marketing degree. You know, right. uh, it, it, there's, Tons of wealth of knowledge out there uh, that can be had uh, if you're the bookworm type and you like to read and study. And, and you no longer have to go down to the public library. Yeah, just, exactly. you know, if, we're, if we're honest, it's always been available. Mm-hmm. You just had to actually put on your tennis shoes and go get yes, it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now it's piped right into your house or, or Exactly. Office. Some of the younger people listen to this like, Library. library. What's a library? library? I thought that was Google. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Google the library destroyer. <laughs> Although uh, uh, a lot of people go to the library to access the internet, this so is true. Yeah, there you go. at least it's going to continue to serve some purpose. A very large book-filled kiosk. Yeah. There you go. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you know that's uh, I'm my background is a just a a conglomeration of of. Bits of knowledge from all sorts of different sources, some traditional and, and mostly not traditional. Um, I've had a habit of, uh, despite being a professional musician for a number of years, uh, and uh, as much as I love music, I gave up listening to music uh, when I drive uh, because it's just way too valuable of a time that was lost. There's a you know a tip for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I and nobody on the planet loves music more than me. Right. Uh, you know, I've actually had tests. You know, on a psychological standpoint, that you know, I have my music interest is massively spiked. Right. Yeah, right. off the charts. So it was genuinely a sacrifice to 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 give up listening to music when I when I rode into work. But it was 30 minutes a day that I spent one way in a car, so an hour at least. Right. Of time that I could gain knowledge, and so I've used that time to. So you're to, a big audio book, yes, or yes, podcast, huge podcast, this. yeah, absolutely, That's huge, awesome. huge. Do you, so, do you um, li- listen to our podcast? <laughs> I, I, I can promise you, I'm going to. <laughs> number, at least number twenty-seven. <laughs> I was going to say number twenty-seven for sure. I have a definite interest in that. So, uh, so what kind of entrepreneuring are you up to these days? Uh, I'm now the uh, director of marketing for a company called Improve My Credit USA. Uh, we grew out of... And your website is Improve My Credit. Yeah, imagine that. It's, it's ImproveMyCreditUSA.com. Uh, I definitely, you know, one of the, the marketing tips that I would contribute today uh, is the old saying, keep it simple, stupid. Right. Uh, I can walk into a room with my company shirt on and nobody has to ask me what, my, what I do. Right, right. <laughs> Unless they couldn't read my logo or something, you know. Right, but, right. Uh, um, you know, in an information age... I think obviously we're overwhelmed with information, right? Uh, and we're also shorter and shorter attention span. Um, you know, a lot of marketing data out there will tell you that uh, in a given ad, you have three to four seconds to grab someone's attention. 
I think that's definitely true. You know, I I always talk about when we do either a website or some sort of printed piece, uh, what I call the drop test, which Mm -hmm. is if you drop that literature, you know, on the floor or if you just push back away from your desk, what's, what can I see from a distance that makes, that draws me in, that makes me want to read that particular website from a distance or that particular piece of literature. And that's probably about two to three seconds. I think that's exactly right. So, and I mean, there's all kind of data too on on uh, how people view that information, uh, and it's really ironic that, uh, or, or neat to me, it's you know my, my geek background. Uh, when studying human behavior in a print ad, people read from bottom right to top left. I did not know that. Yeah, wow. I didn't know that either. Which is because typically you that's where people have put telephone numbers and contact information. Ah, oh, you're right. Yeah. So. Which is, I don't know if, if it's the heart, uh, horse before the cart or cart before the horse, how, whichever way Have it we went. Have we been trained to look there? Yeah, we've that. been trained to look there or if that's just what uh, psychologically we do. But So when you do a print ad, you typically want to put your contact information bottom right corner. That um, makes sense. It's kind of the reverse. of There's a thing, um, a, a very famous search engine optimization article called uh, the Golden Triangle, which a, a, an independent research organization went in and they actually – attach some devices and they watch the eyes yes. of people. I don't know if you've seen yeah, that. Yeah, I have. I was going to mention that. It's we have that's on our website in a couple different places. Uh, but if you look at uh, what people look at in terms of the golden triangle for um, for a website, it's actually the upper left, you know, which is yeah. more traditionally what you think. Yeah. And then it's interesting that it's kind of the reverse for a print ad. That's that's good information. That's very cool. I'm going through this magazine. I'm like, "Wow." Everybody has their contact information in the bottom right. Yeah, imagine Everyone that. seems to know. <laughs> wow. Except us. <laughs> I didn't know that. And now like, we know. Like, yeah. When he said that, I was like, wait a minute. I know I saw someone's contact information in the bottom right yesterday. So if you're, there are any graphic artists out there or anybody who does web design, and then obviously that often trans, translates into doing printed material, understand that you know you may be gearing your website for top left, uh, down to bottom right on a printed piece, it's, you know, make sure the information's in the bottom right. That's great, great information. I love that. Um, so I know that you, what's your kind of typical marketing? I know web isn't your particular focus. Um, at least that's what I understand. What's your typical marketing kind of paradigm? And then we can get into kind of search engine optimization stuff. I mean, probably the biggest uh, tip, the biggest thing I can tell any business owner um, and it's the number one failure to me from a marketing standpoint, and this goes back to the whole keep it simple, stupid thing, um, is speak to your audience's pain. Right. Uh, and you and I had talked about this previously, uh, that uh, if you ask the typical person why I should use you, they kind of repeat the same Blase, you know, hyperbole that uh, you know I'm wonderful. I have great, you know, customer service. I'm yep. faster than anybody. Uh, type of stuff that you hear in radio ads and everywhere else, you know. And let's be honest, we kind of expect that anyway. Yeah, like yeah. any company we want to work with, that's a given. So yes. thank you for now. You're playing the game. Yeah. What is it that you're really offering? I exactly. Think is what you're getting to exactly. And and if you are faster, if you you know, your thing is I have to, do, you know, I, I need XYZ widget and the average wait time for XYZ widget is seven days and you can produce it in five. Quickly communicate to me why you can do it in five. Right. 
right? The, the you fact know what I'm that saying? you can beat the competition exactly. by two days and we what are it is that the you do. fastest in the industry, hands down, because we have d- delivered this new technology that allows us to bring it to you in five, not seven days. Excellent. And yeah. and get that across to me fast. You got you know seconds to do it. Apparently three. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to put it in print, you better be able to, yeah. The fastest guaranteed five-day delivery, blah, blah, blah. You know, in, in Houston, Texas, we have a, a famous uh, um, furniture store guy. Everybody knows him. If you're in Houston, I guarantee you, you know the guy. Mattress Mac. Mattress Mac, yeah. exactly. And I was going to say Paul Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> I had the you have opportunity. You have a job? You It's all right. Come I, clean. I peddle, uh, you know, mattresses out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Remember, when you need tax advice, go to Acorn because that's right. Yeah. You can maybe write off that a lot furniture of as a dependent. Them. I sell them a lot of mattresses. You know, you know, it's a spinoff business for their prostitution run. For their entertainment. entertainment. For their, yes. That's right, for their entertainment. <laughs> performance. Their performance art. Performance <laughs> art. That's hilarious. That is, that is awesome. Yeah, Mattress Mac is, is well known, and, you know, he's, he does so much. His number is 10%. 10% of gross goes back into advertising, which I think is a, is a nice, it's a great, clean number, and you just know that you're going to spend that money on advertising. Oh, yeah, at least. I'd, I'd be surprised if he didn't spend more. But, uh, you, know, that, you know, anyway, what I was going to say about him is, that from day one, he was on the TV doing those horrible commercials way back when on, on yes. WWF, man. And <laughs> I actually almost, remember those original commercials. They almost didn't allow him to air those. Yeah, they were so bad. They were so bad. They were like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I paid my money. Yeah. <laughs> you are airing those. Yeah. I remember he'd say, save you money and oh, yeah. throw money in the air. And I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Well, his, yeah. he came on and he would say, no, no, no back order slips. Right. Yeah, I remember right. that. No, no, no back order slips. <laughs> Buy it today, get it today. You know, and so he was speaking to his audience's pain. Nobody wants to go to a furniture sport store and spend three thousand, five thousand dollars on a new, you know, living room set, whatever else, or, and then wait six weeks for it to come in. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. If I have the option to go down and spend five grand and then get it the same day. Hmm. Isn't instant gratification exactly? That I'm going to do that. Yeah. Exactly, I'm going to do that. So, you know, that's probably my biggest tip: speak to that pain. In our industry, uh, we have the 100% communication promise, and the biggest complaint that we heard from the mortgage professionals, the real estate professionals out there, was: I used XYZ Credit Repair Company before. I would send a customer over there and. I never heard anything back from them. I didn't know what was going on with them. And I'd have to call them to try to find out what was going on. And then I never did see them. I never got the customer back. Yeah. Okay. So from day one, we started speaking to our audience's pain. Okay. Right? So so what I'm hearing, just for kind of clarity, is you guys clean credit. You work with mortgage brokers, mortgage companies, so that you'll clean, help clean the credit of the people who have approached those mortgage companies, and then it makes sense you want to give them back, Absolutely. Uh, of course, to the mortgage It's a very companies. symbiotic relationship. Right. They, you know, they need a, a customer with good credit. We need a customer with bad credit. It's symbiotic, <laughs> yeah. They have all the customers with bad credit. Exactly, so, exactly. Well, and what I'm hearing is it's very symbiotic when it's done right. Exactly. And when it's done with 100% communication, which exactly. is what you're talking about. We, we literally communicate our goal is to communicate too much right 
we communicate so much that we actually had to program it into our software to allow our end users, or I shouldn't say our end users, our referral partners, the ability to turn that communication down. Okay. Dude, tone it down. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm getting updates on everything that's going on with my customer. I don't need that much. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, and some of, some of our, uh, our, our users, or, you know, I don't even know what to call them, our referral partners, right. uh, you know, want that. They absolutely want to know. Hey, if I send you a referral, I want to know that you got that, that you got that email, that you got that information, that you entered it, that you called them. I want to know when you called them, that you're on it. Uh, Others start off there and then say, we want to back that down. You know, I know you're calling them now. I know you're on top of it. Just let me know when, you know, progress is made. Yeah, when when they can, when their credit's clean and I can come back and get them. Exactly. We've given them the ability to uh, have their own account where they can go to our website, log in and view the progress of their customers. So all of that is designed to everything in our company, and this is this all goes back to. I'm not just you know sitting here doing a, a an infomercial for my customer, <laughs> I mean, for my for my company. Um, and your company name again? Yeah, ImproveMyCreditUSA.com. <laughs> um, all of that. Once once you as a as a business owner can really latch on to the thing that sets you apart, right? Don't tell me you're the fastest. All that stuff. Tell me why and know it. Right. Because when you know what your thing is, it'll transform your co- your company. Right. 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 Once we had the 100% communication promise in our head, everything that went closer to more communication, better communication, faster communication, that's Got what done. we exactly. Yeah. That's what we gravitated towards. We have a thing on our our homepage to where you can click on. It says, "Have a question? Click to chat with an agent now." Right. Right. And they have those out there. You know, various companies offer them. Well, we went with one over other ones that allowed me to set up my mobile phone and uh, any number of other people in the company that we wanted to pay for that option uh, to where if we're not in our office and logged into the software, it automatically just rolls over to our iPhones so that if we do have someone that hits our website who wanted to speak to us, it just comes up on my phone like a text message. Wow. That's sweet. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's I'd really be- powerful. Yeah. So we are literally... Right there, able to communicate all the time. Wow! And I've had someone hit my phone at ten o'clock at night. Right. right. <laughs> you, you know, you have the option to you know decline, and right. it'll it'll take a message. Right. Right. Yeah, right. It'll say you know an operator's not available. Leave a message. But for us, that was all the uh, things that spoke towards the hundred percent communication promise. Right. Yeah. Which was our thing. That's our thing that sets us apart from everybody else. We're going to do it better than anybody else. Nobody can touch us in the industry. And I can say it with a hundred percent confidence because I know it's true. Right. And right. so when I'm out talking about my company and I'm in front of a mortgage person or a realtor and I start talking about that stuff, it becomes evident within seconds that that really is us. Yeah. That's yeah. what sets us apart. Are there a lot of companies that target, like you do, that, that target the mortgage industry to help clean credit? Uh, yeah, there's a there's a quite a few, actually. Okay. Uh, I mean, first of all, if you just Google credit repair, you'll get over 20 million hits. And I would think that's most of that's targeted towards the end user yes. as opposed to because I think I think you've got a great marketing idea, which is let's let's partner, let's not spend our effort trying to find the one-offs. Let's yes. spend our effort trying to find the people who are going to refer us, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if at least five a year or potentially five a month. Or, or oh, whatever. yeah. I mean, we have we have people that, I mean, we also have a referral program where we pay. You know, it's not much. I mean, we don't charge that much up front to begin with. Uh, but we have a little referral fee in there. And we have people that make a decent little, um, you know, check. 
uh, from us every month, you know. Excellent. And uh, it's not their primary focus, nor should it be. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know, but uh, it's, hey, it's, you know, it's extra buck, and who can't use a, some, you know, spare change. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in today's market. And exactly. You brought up a good point before we started the podcast about the primary focus. Like, that's not our primary focus, nor should it be. And, yes. And, um, you know, we're, we're not uh, mortgage... Brokers are credit repair guys. Focus on, and I, I thought that was an awesome point. Absolutely, I don't know how far we're in time wise, but uh, that's definitely a, another huge point to me. Well, go ahead. We've got we've got plenty of time. We're gonna we're actually gonna break this up in this uh, podcast, this interview into two separate podcasts. So, okay, yeah, if you've got a good point, make yeah, it. absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the again from a marketing standpoint. Uh, you know what? I shouldn't even say from a marketing standpoint. You made a great point that that being an entrepreneur is just being a salesperson, right? right? Um, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, more so than marketing, one of the uh, most common mistakes I see, and because it's an injury industry we work with so much, uh, the, the realtors uh, that we work with, uh, because they are solo, an individual, right. uh, you know, it takes a good while for the average realtor to expand to the point where they have assistance and, and, you know, and, and grow an Enough office. Enough business to exactly. start growing an office. Exactly. Yeah. So they're very frequently just individuals. And like anything, any business, uh, 20% of the realtors are the ones making the money. 80% of the ones yep. are just goofing mm-hmm. around out there. And, you know, they also sell Mary Kay and, you know. Whatever. Whatever, yeah, exactly. Bucks, Nothing yeah. against Mary Kay. Um, <laughs> I use it every day. Yes, it's great for my skin. Um, I don't. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> He's got to leave us hanging like that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no. Where's the cricket? We need cricket chirps. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, one of the, the most common Be mistakes... Be careful, because this is the You Like Spanking Me podcast. Oh, yeah. and, yes! That's true, Actually, one. I, I don't like spanking me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there in case there's any uh, any people I know listening. I don't I don't like spanking you guys. So you're saying when you have to spank me, you don't like it? <laughs> yeah, I, I do it because, uh, you know, there's a check and you know, got you got to do. And, uh, <laughs> Acorn, i got to figure out how to hide that check, by the way. Cause yeah. that's, I don't know what to do with that check. Yeah, because I'm claiming that. Yeah. <laughs> Steer clear of the lobbyists. <laughs> um, no, you know, the, the, the biggest, one of the, you know, I said the biggest piece of advice, this is, you know, right there along with keep it simple and speak to the pain. That's number one for me. That is absolutely the number one thing. You have to have that. If you can't, before you go into business, um, if you can't tell me, before you start the business, why you are different, than anybody else, then you just need to get behind somebody else who already has a great product. Go to work for them because if you believe in it enough that you want to start, you know, right. doing that, right. then you should just get behind somebody who already has a great product and help them improve it. Right, and you'll succeed and do well. Right, right. right. Okay. But if you can't tell me why you're better or separate or, or different than somebody else out there, you have no re- reason to be in business. Period. Right, right. Uh, you know, that's, that's harsh. Then I'm sorry. Right. Uh, then the next thing is focus on that. Do that only, right? right. Uh, I get approached on a regular basis with all sorts of spin-off ideas and you know things that complement this. You know, um, sell. So, hey, you, you know the people that, that are your customers also are typically the people who need you know cell phones that are inexpensive or whatever. You know, right. and so you could mention that. I'm like. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do. I'm not going there. Yeah. You know, uh, we are all about 100% communication, but we don't need to give them a, a cell phone <laughs> to accomplish that, right? Um, absolutely. You know, and, and so that kind of uh, 
ties into the whole search engine optimization thing is that you know in within marketing there are tons of areas of expertise right and um, I have to know what my limits are right 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 what my strong points are as a marketer right and whenever I come up weak I, I need to look for a better means to to put that out there right somebody else so what i'm hearing is just like those uh, individual mortgage brokers who might want to take on that role of doing oh, credit repair that's not their area of expertise absolutely Let, you know that gets them distracted from what they're supposed to be good at and supposed to be growing uh same thing with you uh, anything anything in terms of marketing that is outside your comfort zone is you know why go up that learning curve if there's other resources you know experts like eWebStyle that can help you or you know, or other companies, you know, whoever Absolutely. may be, utilize those experts. You know, one of the things that uh, that, that I think kind of summarized was one of the things that you were saying is um, opportunity often isn't opportunity. opportunity. It's distraction. You're right, and so you've got to be careful of you know if if it seems like an opportunity, make sure it gels with that kind of central focus that you have. Absolutely. Um, and then the other one is take advantage of experts. You know, you don't want to go into a court. You don't go into a courtroom without a lawyer. Uh, you don't go in meet with the IRS without Acorn. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> with, without an accountant. <laughs> oh man! Nice tie back. That's good. So uh, all of those things, you know, you utilize those experts when you can. So I have a great story for you on that to, okay. to illustrate the point. Um, Henry Ford. Um, uh, was libeled uh, in the papers, an ignorant man. Right. Uh, and uh, he sued the newspaper that uh, made that statement. And so in their defense, their attorneys uh, call him up onto the stand and proceed to just up one side, down the other, you know, what's this historical fact? Who did this? You know, that trying to illustrate that he was an ignorant man right. that he was uneducated right right and because he he wasn't educated right. in the traditional sense he didn't right. have a college degree he had a very you know low degree of, of uh, uh, schooling right and after a while of going through this process uh, uh, he just shut the guy down and he said young man let me ask you a question he said on my desk I have a board and on that board I have 20 buttons and at any given moment, I can push one of those buttons and have an expert in any particular field I want in front of my desk with the answers to the various questions you're asking me. So let me ask you, why would I clutter my head with that information when it's at the touch of a finger available to Already. me? Already, yeah. Right? And just shut the guy down. Right? That's, a, that's an awesome story. That is. And the point being is that Henry Ford was Henry Ford. Right. Right? Obviously, he went on to be quite successful. Yeah. Right, right, right. He's not an expert historian. He's not exactly. a, a, a pharmacologist. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, know what you do and kick tail at that. Yeah. And don't clutter your head with useless information. I shouldn't even say useless information, but information that you don't need to have in your head. Right, mm -hmm. right. Right? Um, I don't, like, we were talking about this, you know, before the podcast. I don't want to clutter my head with the specifics of Google Analytics. Right, right. I really don't. I don't, I don't have an interest in it. It doesn't, you know, fascinate me. I'm, I, it doesn't, you know, get, make me passionate. Right. You know, there are things from a marketing standpoint that I do like and I am fascinated by, you know, right. the, how people look at ads and that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm def I was interested in it. I wanted to know that. And so I spent time reading about it, you know. Yeah. 
because it was human behavior stuff, and that, that human behavior aspect of marketing is what does make me tick right. you know, from a marketing standpoint. So when it comes to how the functionality of search engine optimization works and all that sort of thing, I, I just didn't have an interest. And so it's at that point that I looked for somebody like you guys mm-hmm. to, right. to do that. Excellent. You know. Well, I think that's uh, we're right at the 30-minute mark. And uh, so what I'm hearing is uh, you should use eWebStyle. <laughs> yes. I don't know, you said a whole bunch of stuff and I just yeah, kind of sum that up. it down. No, what he was saying was I'm going to follow eWebStyle on Twitter and I'm going to listen to their podcast and I'm going to join their Facebook group and then I'm going to do this and I'm going to do all that. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm glad you mentioned that because we, we, we are on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash eWebStyle. There's no dash on the Twitter, so it's just E-W-E-B-S-T-Y-L-E. Um, you can replay that. I know it's fast. Um, we also are on Facebook, and you can actually get directly to our Facebook page if you go to our website, eWebStyle.com, and then put a slash Facebook. So I think that makes sense. That will actually pop you directly. We've got a redirect going directly to uh, our Facebook page. And send us any comments. Uh, you know, If you've got any ideas, of course, Melanie, it's clear, had a great idea of interviewing people. Yes, thanks, and Melanie, again in Canada. Joe, we'll thank you now, and we're going to continue on and do our, uh, another podcast for uh, podcast number 28. Excuse me, this is 28. We're going to do 29. Um, Melanie, great idea. If you've got any ideas, send us an email at podcast at e-webstyle.com. And we're going to continue our interview with Joe. And Joe's company is improvemycreditusa.com. So until the next podcast, we'll see you. Bye-bye for now.